May I speak to the glory of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Who is perfect? Anyone? Any of you? No? Me neither. As I reflect on my life, my ministry, even reflecting upon, upon my time as rector here at the Vale, I'm reminded of all the times I've got it wrong. The times when I've made stupid decisions. The times I've damaged relationships. The times I've hurt people. The times I've put myself in bad situations. I'm a sinner. On a good day, maybe I'm a repentant sinner. I'm definitely in need of forgiveness, absolution, salvation. And I often remind myself of my many failings. Does that make me different to anyone else? I'm not sure, really. Because so often we, we don't really like to admit that we make mistakes and don't necessarily want to help other people turn from their mistakes either. Because it might be a bit difficult, might be a bit embarrassing or tricky with the conversations. On the other hand, sometimes it feels like we like to remind people of their mistakes, to point out how they've messed it all up, how they are doomed for all eternity, we say. How could God possibly love and forgive someone who's done that, we might ask. We see this in and around our first reading today from Jonah. Just before the passage we heard, we've got God calling Jonah to tell the people of Nineveh that God is not happy with their sinning and that they are called by God to repentance. But Jonah argues with God. Why should I do that? If I do that, they might change their lives around and stop doing it. What? I don't want to call them to repentance in case they listen. It's a strange response. I don't want them to be forgiven. Another strange one. Their sort aren't welcome, even if they do sort themselves out. That seems to be where it's going. What planet is Jonah on? Thinking about God's call to repentance in those ways. But God does not give up. Eventually, Jonah gives in and passes on the call to repentance in today's reading. And the people listen. And what's more, when they've listened, they act on what they've heard. They give up the sin. They turn away from evil ways. And God forgives them. And then after today's reading, the next bit, we hear Jonah's response, saying to God, well, I told you that might happen, as if it's a bad thing that they've turned their lives around. Jonah still doesn't get it. 
he still doesn't realise God wants to forgive and welcome. God does not want to condemn for all eternity. How often in church life, amongst other things, do we see that conflict within ourselves or within a congregation? Thinking, well, not sure we want their sort here. Even if they did repent, well, they, they wouldn't fit in. They're, they're different. We're quite happy as we are, thank you very much. I've experienced it time and time again throughout my ministry, before and after ordination, when those who are different, in whatever way, are made to feel unwelcome and excluded in the church. In the Gospel reading, we see Jesus calling Simon Peter, Andrew, James and John to follow him. I will make you fishers of people, he says. But first he proclaims, the kingdom of God is near. Repent. Believe the good news. This is central to their call to follow. And it's central to our call to be Christians too. The kingdom of God is near. How much, how often do we tell people this? Because surely the kingdom of God being near must be important in our faith. If God's kingdom is being built up here and now with us as part of it, surely that's something quite key in our whole being. Repent. Turn away from evil. Turn away from sin. Accept. Admit. That we are not perfect. Believe the good news. Believe that Jesus is God made man. Believe that Jesus did rise from the dead. For us and for our salvation as we say in the Creed. And if we are serious about being followers of Jesus, we must be serious also about sharing this with other people. Letting others know about God's kingdom being built up here in our midst. Helping people turn away from sin helping them turn their lives towards God. Telling, showing other people that we actually believe in Jesus. I'll repeat that. Telling and showing people that we actually believe in Jesus. This is life-changing stuff. Being here is not just coming to a comfy club that we go to while meeting like-minded friends for a natter. No, this 
is seeing our lives, seeing other people's lives too. In fact, seeing the world transformed through coming to know Jesus. We are called to repentance, each and every one of us. We are called to turn away from the things which separate us from God and neighbour. But admitting that we have done things wrong is not a sign of weakness or failure. It is a sign of strength. Because only when we do this can we accept that true forgiveness and salvation these things which only come from God. Sometimes we might think we can do it all by ourselves, but actually we can't. We can only do it with God's help. As we approach Advent, we are called to examine our lives. How have we been living? What do we need to sort out in our lives, in our relationships with others, in our relationship with God? And what are we doing to make salvation through Jesus Christ known and available to others? May we be a welcoming and embracing community drawing other people into the community of faith, proclaiming the kingdom of God, proclaiming our belief in Jesus Christ. And may we help others to experience belonging, forgiveness and salvation, which is on offer for each and every person no matter who they are, wherever they've come from, or whatever they have done. Belonging, forgiveness, and salvation through Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.